Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit ChildAndFamilyResourceNetwork.org today. Hello again, everybody. Welcome into Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Ben Carlisle from BleedTechBlue.com. He covers Louisiana Tech football, and he's here today on GCR to give us the Louisiana Tech perspective on this Saturday's ball game. 3.30 kickoff at Williams-Brice. It'll be on the SEC Network. And, Ben, I'll be honest with you. I've been telling people all week that I felt like the trap game all year for South Carolina would be Louisiana Tech because it's a good program, won nine games a year ago, and you know, had that prolific offense a year ago that set records, Ben, but I understand you got some new pieces in place on offense this year. Yeah, there are a lot of new pieces uh, for Louisiana Tech, like you mentioned, after a nine-win season a year ago. Uh, Louisiana Tech has actually won nine games the uh, last three years under fifth-year head coach Skip Holtz, who is uh, definitely a familiar name up in you guys' territory up there in Columbia. But yeah, Tech has had a lot of, lot of guys to replace offensively. Uh, gone as fifth-year senior quarterback, Ryan Higgins, uh, gone are two NFL receivers in Carlos Henderson and Trent Taylor. Uh, they're playing for the Broncos and the 49ers, respectively. Uh, but, you know, those three are uh, obviously what what made the Tech offense go a year ago. Uh, Tech, Tech's breaking in a new quarterback, uh, redshirt sophomore Jamar Smith. He'll be making his fifth start Saturday afternoon for the Bulldogs. Uh, coming into the 2017 season, he made one start a year ago. Uh, on the road at another SEC opponent in Arkansas. Uh, he performed very well. Uh, Tech ended up dropping that ball game 21-20. to But uh, Jamar's definitely coming into his own. Uh, when you look at last week, he probably played the best game of his young Bulldog career. He was 22 of 39, uh, 306 yards passing with a touchdown and one interception for the Bulldogs. He definitely highlights uh, a young Tech offense that uh, has a lot of talent. Uh, when you look at the running back position, uh, Jared Kraft is back for his senior season after running for a 1,000 yards a year ago. Uh, a little scat back, number six, Boston Scott's also a senior for the Bulldogs. Him and Scott, him and Kraft make up a uh, really good duo for Coach Skip Holtz, uh, whether it's catching the ball out of the backfield or running it between the tackles. Uh, shifting a little bit to the uh, offensive wide receiver spot, uh, Tech's you know, they got a lot of youth in the receiver spot. Uh, not a ton of experience out there. Uh, Tulane transfer Teddy Veal uh, is probably the name to watch. Uh, he shifted inside to the slot last week against Western Kentucky and com- collected nine catches for 78 yards. Uh, he- he's definitely looking like he's going to be the favorite of Jamar Smith going forward. Uh, another name to watch at the receiver spot is Rasheed Bonnet. Uh, he's a smaller receiver. Uh, probably 6'1", 185, but he can really get down the football field. He had three catches for 140 yards a week ago against Western Kentucky that included an 87-yard touchdown catch. So both teams come in 2-1, and one, and, and Ben, it seems to me like both teams are on completely different emotional levels right now. You know, the Gamecocks dropped a heartbreaker last Saturday against Kentucky, a game that, uh, you know, Carolina really needed to win. It was their home opener, chance to go to 2-0 and in the SEC. The university had a blackout for this game, and the Gamecocks got whipped by Kentucky. And, you know, folks have been feeling the hangover, I think, all week here in Columbia. But for Louisiana Tech, also 2-1 and one on the year. They went on the road and beat Western Kentucky last week. I know that's been a big opponent for the Bulldogs in recent years. And uh, not only a big game for J. Mar Smith to win this game on the road, but he led the late drive 
after Jalen Ferguson got his second sack of the game that got Tech the football back with a minute 55 left. Smith led the eight-play 55-yard drive that led to the game-winning field goal with two seconds left. So i got to believe that's an emotional win for Louisiana Tech. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely an emotional win for the Bulldogs. Uh, it's a young football team, uh, only 10 seniors uh, on the two deep on either side of the football. So it's a team really looking to find an identity. Uh, folks here in Ruston, Louisiana, are really hoping that uh, – that allows the offense to really take a step forward. Uh, you know, rewind back a little ways to uh, Mississippi State the week before. Uh, one of the bigger games uh, that Tech had in Ruston on their home field, uh, Mississippi State really uh, whipped the Bulldogs through four quarters for a 57-21 uh, victory for Mississippi State. So there were a lot of questions heading into Western Kentucky. Uh, but I think, you know, the young Bulldogs really answered the bell. Uh, like you said, it, it's a rivalry game with Western Kentucky that's really developed over the last three or four years. Yep. And folks in Ruston are really encouraged after what they saw last week. Talking with Ben Carlisle from our Rivals Network partner with Louisiana Tech. It's bleedtechblue.com. He's bringing us the Bulldogs perspective this week here on Gamecock Central Radio. Ben, um, you know, with Skip Holtz coming back into Columbia, i got to believe this game carries added significance for him. I figure he will – Share that with his football team, and it may be that Louisiana Tech, you know, is a little bit more amped up for this game than they might otherwise be. Plus, you factor in the opportunity for, you know, a program like Louisiana Tech to score a victory over an SEC team on the road. I'm, I'm telling you, Skip Holtz is telling his football team this week that they can come into Columbia and win because the Gamecocks are licking their wounds. Skip Holtz knows this town. He knows this fan base. And he knows the program, even though it's changed in the years that he's been gone. Skip Holtz knows Gamecock football. So I think you know, I fully anticipate Louisiana Tech being ready to play, and I think they're going to come in here to win on Saturday. Yeah, I think, uh, like you mentioned, Skip Holtz uh, mentioned in his weekly press conference Tuesday that uh, it'll be his first time back in Columbia uh, since he left after serving as an assistant coach under his dad. I know he's excited to get back, uh, just kind of see how the whole town's developed. Uh, it's a place that means a lot to him and his family, but his Bulldogs. Uh, he, he mentioned they're going to come in hungry. They're looking to make a statement. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, after such a, you know, a tough loss against Mississippi State, a game that, you know, they weren't in the game much after the first quarter. So they're looking to make a statement, uh, maybe possibly pick up a big road victory against a South Carolina team uh, that's, you know, not uh, one of the premier programs in the SEC right now, but a team that's definitely on the upswing as well. Yeah, that's what a lot of folks thought until the Gamecocks laid that egg against Kentucky last Saturday night. And I think that's left a lot of people wondering, you know, how good this Gamecock football team can be here in 2017. Emerson Phillips with Ben Carlisle from BleedTechBlue.com here on Gamecock Central Radio. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got this free phone app that allows you to listen to our podcast on your cell phone or mobile device. You can get the app on the App Store and on Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. And we want you to call in to the Gamecock Central Hotline. We've set up this new phone line that allows you to call in and be a part of our podcast. The phone number is 803-497-9058. Gamecock Central Hotline number again, 803-497-9058. We will play a recording of your voice on a future edition of Gamecock Central Radio. So get involved on the Gamecock Central Hotline. Ben, talk about Louisiana Tech. Uh, what style of play, you know, offensively? What are they doing on offense and defensively? What kind of scheme are they running? What do they bring to the table? Offensively, uh, Skip Holtz is running, you know, they're running four or five wide receiver sets, I'd say probably 90% of the time. Uh, they're looking to really spread some teams out. Uh, I know we mentioned that, I mentioned earlier that, you know, the receivers don't have a lot of experience, but one thing about the receiver group is 
they definitely have a lot of talent. They can run about 10 deep. Uh, I think you'll see Tech really spread it out, try to open up some run some running lanes in the run game, try to get Jared Kraft, Boston Scott into some space. Uh, you know, early on, uh, Jamar Smith had a little difficulty uh, really getting through his reach. So I think I expect Holtz to, you know, get him some easier passes early on, try to really allow him to settle into the rhythm. But offensively, uh, Tech, you know, they're looking to still play that high, high-powered, up-tempo offense. Uh, shifting over to the defensive side of the ball, uh, defensive coordinator Blake Baker's in his third year at the helm for the Bulldogs. They'll run a four-two-five scheme. Uh, they'll have three three safeties on the field. Uh, premier pass rusher and Jalen Ferguson is a defensive unit that really struggled to defend the pass a year ago, ranking uh, I think 117th in the country, giving up 277 yards a game last year. So it's a unit that uh, they got a lot to prove in 2017, and to this point. Uh, they, they've done very well. They're giving up just 204 yards a game. At uh, the cornerback position, there's a lot of inexperience. Uh, you'll see a sophomore, Aaron Roberson. He'll be making his second career start on Saturday in South Carolina. And the true freshman, Amik Robertson, uh, probably uh, actually absolutely is the prize of the 2017 recruiting class when Tech was able to land him over LSU and Texas on signing day. He has uh, been out standing for the Bulldogs thus far. Uh, he's really taken away one side of the field. I know Coach Holtz has said uh, he's one of the best true freshmen he's ever been around. But it's still a secondary that, that has their issues. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the Bulldog linebackers are able to defend Hayden Hurst, uh, the big tight end from South Carolina, as Tech's really struggled to defend tight ends over the middle. Okay, so that brings us to my next point. You know, compounding problems with the Gamecocks loss to Kentucky last week is the fact that the Gamecocks lost two key players on offense. Debo Samuel, probably the best return man in college football this year and an outstanding wide receiver for South Carolina who had scored 12 touchdowns in his last six games. He led the SEC in TDs until he was hurt in the fourth quarter of the loss to Kentucky on Saturday. So fractured leg for Debo Samuel, and he's obviously out this week. He's out for the foreseeable future. He may not play again this year. So there's questions for the Gamecocks, Ben, on who's going to be the big playmaker. You know, the Gamecocks feel like they've still got some talent at wide receiver and a good stable of running backs. And, you know, Hayden Hurst was preseason first team all SEC, but he has not been heavily involved this year because everything's gone to Debo Samuel. Debo has made big play after big play, and he's not going to play on Saturday. And furthermore, uh, Gamecock starting offensive lineman, another preseason all-SEC pick, Zach Bailey from Somerville, South Carolina, out for this week's game as well with a high ankle sprain. And he was, you know, the Gamecocks' top offensive lineman coming into the year. So how healthy is Louisiana Tech? The Gamecocks are banged up right now. Uh, from a health standpoint, uh, last week starting left guard, O'Shea Dugas, he's been a three-year starter ever since he walked on campus. Uh, he left the game with an undisclosed injury. Uh, Might have been a concussion. I'd say it's questionable Saturday. Uh, if he is out for the Bulldogs, that's a huge loss. Uh, Tech's had some issues on the right side of the offensive line. Uh, so if they do have to shift some things around, that could spell some problems for the Bulldogs. Uh, the receiver spot, uh, Alfred Smith, uh, is a slot receiver. Uh, he's had minimal involvement thus far. He's had a little knee injury. Uh, he's missed the last two weeks, but I think we'll see him back on Saturday. Outside of that, the Bulldogs are fairly healthy, uh, coming into this game, which is good, uh, from their standpoint. Uh, anytime you're going up to an SEC program, uh, you want to have 
uh, all your bullets that you have to offer so you're firing on all cylinders. Talking with Ben Carlisle from BleedTechBlue.com, bringing us the Louisiana Tech perspective this week here on Gamecock Central Radio. It'll be the sixth meeting all time between the Gamecocks and Louisiana Tech. These two teams met five years in a row back in the early 90s. They tied in 91, and then Carolina won four straight uh, through 1995. So the sixth meeting coming up on Saturday, and these two teams have not met since 1995. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Ben, we appreciate your time today. Thanks very much. Thank you. Ben Carlisle from BleedTechBlue.com. That's our Louisiana Tech partner on the Rivals Network. So that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Gamecock Central Radio. Again, we got a 3.30 kickoff Saturday at Williams-Brice. If you're not making it to the game, you can watch on the SEC Network. And for Ben Carlisle, I'm Emerson Phillips. Thanks for being with us on GCR. shouldn't be. Put junk sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale, get a king for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $700 on ceiling. Talk to a sleep expert and unjunk your sleep today. Mattress Firm.